that you're about to listen to an episode with Abby Cantello. And Kim, were you not just blown away, impressed by her? I, I was very impressed. And, you know, we did this a while back and so much has changed. It's just, I think about even that short a time that it was, so much has changed. And, and but I do, I did appreciate what Abby had to say and what she brought and how it made us think. So I was excited to have her on. Abby, we met her at ASCA and we'll talk about this in the podcast episode, but we met Abby at ASCA, which means, which tells us you make these networks and we know that ASCA is going to be different this year, but you make connections at events like this and they're important because Abby has such a wealth of information that she can share with us and then turn around and share it with you. But she started a school counseling program from scratch. And, you know, we, we think a lot about going into a school and taking over where someone else left off, but she started something from nothing. And to me, that is so impressive. I mean, it's like boot camp for school counselors. So listen to this episode and I hope you enjoy it. And even if you've been a school counselor for 20 years, I believe that some of the things that we talk about in this episode will inspire you maybe to take your school counseling program to the next level. And when you decide that you are ready to take your school counseling program to the next level, listen in at the end of the podcast for something that has me out of my mind excited that we're going to be talking about. Counselor Accents Podcast. Two school counselors who love their jobs. Oh, and they happen to have Southern accents too. Bless their hearts. Welcome to Counselor, Counselor Accents. Accents Podcast. I'm Laura. I am Kim, and together we are Counselor, Counselor Accents. There is just something about this time of year when they put out the... Um, Pencils and the school. You're talking about yellow number twos? Ticonderoga. Oh, guy. How do you say it? I have never, I don't even you know what I'm talking I'm about. I'm talking about a yellow number two. I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Tic, Okay, never mind. Oh, anyway, okay. you know that special brand of You're not going to let it go, are you? That everybody wants, no? like they put it on their school supply list. I don't. I, okay, well, we don't do school supply lists. So, so, any, no, thank you. Um, but the yellow school bus, the yellow pencil, the smell of the school building. The, yes. The whole thing. The, mm-hmm. So it is back, back to, to school. school time, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. As school counselors, there are specific things that we can do to make to set us up for a successful year. And of course, there are things that are going to come up that could never be predicted and are unexpected. Remember, this episode was recorded last August. Could we have ever predicted what was going to happen? Talk about being unexpected. But at least having some sort of game plan for back to school will help you feel a little bit prepared. Absolutely. So that's what we're going to talk to uh, with you guys about today and um, share some things and, and hope that maybe you, we can hear from you guys and some things that you do. So yep. uh, let's talk about from the very get-go, we want to set up a mission statement mm-hmm. for our year. So why, why do we want to do that? Well, even if it's your 20th year or if it's your first year, a mission statement just guides your program and tells everybody what 
your program represents. Could you call it a roadmap? You could call it a roadmap. This all ties back to the school statement. Right. So I'm just reiterating. Thank you. Had you been listening, you would know. Oh, I'll tune you out so often. <laughs> she just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, our mission statement goes with the uh, school's mission statement. Our school's mission statement matches a district mission statement. So maybe you don't know what that your school's mission statement is. So it would behoove you to find out what it is and see if you can uh, play around with that and develop your mission statement and hang it on the wall. She puts it on her brochure, but I hang mine on the wall. Okay. So I'm better. Yeah. That's what I was saying there. So next, we were, the next thing that we do, and we actually meet with our principals before school start, and we um, we have and we meet with them to talk about what their goals are for the school year and what they want us to to do, the direction we want to go, and then we sign off on what we call an annual agreement. So I don't know if that's that's an ASCA annual agreement. So they, if you are following an ASCA aligned model. program, mm -hmm. which I would suggest that you do, then uh, you probably do an annual agreement too. And so just be thinking about what you want your goal to be, and ours is attendance, uh, but yours may be something completely different. So be thinking about what you want your goal to be, and then talk with your administrator and find out if your goal aligns with your administrator's goal. If not, how can you combine the two, um, and how can you support your administrator's goal? Because that's going to make you more valuable. Absolutely, and it's a good time. It's a good time before the year starts to make sure everybody's on the same page, and you're doing uh, what he deems valuable. And if you think what you need, to, it's a good time to converse with one another on on what you think is valuable and what he thinks is valuable. Or she, she I forget. <laughs> she got a she. I got a he. Yep. So uh, another thing that we do uh, that helps drive our program is we do a needs assessment. So this is so very, 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 very important. This is what guides our program. I know I said the mission <coughs> statement guides our program, and it does. Okay. But this is what guides our This year. really drives. This really <laughs> This is this, really driving. This is what drives our year, our year plan. And we've talked about this before, but there have been times when I will have sort of a, a blueprint laid out of how I think the year is going to go. And then I get the needs assessment back and I see what the students and the stakeholders, the parents, the community members, what they want the counseling program to look like. And then I have to revamp my original blueprint a little bit. But because you got to be willing yeah, to be flexible at the change. So uh, we will do another podcast on data and, and a little bit more detail of, of what these look like. But you know, the needs assessment goes out to every student, and every student uh, they are asked basically what things they rank things that we have placed uh, that are important, of, and they rank them of importance, and and then we look at those and we make sure that we hit those during the year. Yep, and it comes back to us as a pie graph, so we see at a glance whether more students want bullying help or grief counseling or what they want and then we can plan our lessons accordingly but what I like about ours is too we also give parents and teachers and community members the opportunity to take the needs assessment as well and I just think it's interesting to see what the parents think the needs are versus what the kids think the needs are um, absolutely because usually those do not 
match up, but uh, during the year, you'll be surprised how many times you're going to hit these needs anyway, just mm -hmm. through your regular counseling program. So, so we ask them to rank um, rank the what they see the needs mm -hmm. are. We also ask things like, do you know what the counselor's name is? Do you know where the counselor's office is? We give our needs assessment twice a year. Some people give it, um, I heard when we were at the ASCA mm -hmm. conference, someone said that they give theirs every three years. But we do ours every, we do ours twice a year. And that way yeah. we can show improvement, we can show progress at the beginning of the year. There are gonna be students who don't know your name and who don't know where your office is. Don't be offended. Just be teach offended. them. Just yeah. teach them where Just your office is. Tell them what your name is. Yeah. But I like and they forget. Yeah. <laughs> I really it's like, like you know my name. Right. Why are you acting like you don't know my name? You know my name. I really like to do my needs assessment before my very first lesson because I want that raw, undoctored oh, data. Okay. I want to know do they really know my name? Or do they just know it because we just had our counselor See, camp and out? I'm the I'm the opposite. I'm going to do that counselor camp out, meet the counselor lesson so that I have 100%. Okay. You're braver or have more self-confidence. I don't know. <laughs> so speaking of meet the counselor lesson, back to school. Yep. Uh, that every year and probably you too, but we do a meet the counselor lesson. That's going to be our first lesson that we do. And uh, giving the role of the counselor. So this last year we did cactus. Yep, that was so much fun. It was so much fun, and we took it to all level, all manners. Like we stick with heights. you, uh, we keep you on point, things like that. It was yeah, so much it was fun. so much fun, and we we decorated and dressed up in the whole nine yards. And we're not at the same school, so no, it's great to get with somebody that is your buddy that you can share these things and with. we challenge each other like if kim's gonna dress like a cactus then by george i'm gonna okay I, you're gonna <laughs> you are gonna have to, i don't know what you I, do. I don't what how are you gonna beat that how are you gonna beat that so yes we we spur each other on to greatness yeah so what are you doing this year i am going to do the counselor camp out okay. and as you can see behind me i've already got my great outdoors started here yeah. Uh, so I will just add the tent. I will have a real tent. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit. I didn't know if she was going to do the counselor camp out or which direction she was going to go. But um, a couple of years ago, my counselor mentor, who is now our supervisor, she did a she did a tent theme for a completely different lesson. But she just put a rope up on her ceiling yeah. and draped <clears throat> bulletin board paper over the top of it. So I'm thinking I'm going to come up and do that over the weekend. You do you. it was so big. You do you. Yeah. Okay. And, and all the I'll kids have a real sit in there. Okay. I've got a real. I know that you're not envisioning this. I must really not is. be. But so you do it and then I'm going to, I want you okay. to send pictures. She also We all up, want to see pictures. She covered up the back. It was kind of like a tent cave. It was very impressive. That changes it, doesn't it? Mm, okay. Well, I got my new seating with furry, the, my furry seating that the kids are going to be sitting in. I'm afraid yeah. that would cover that up. It so would. I don't know. We're going to send pictures yes. of how ours look, but we do. We are going to share the fireplace. I do want right? to show you. I, I want to show this. Yes. We bought this last fire. year. Preparing for this year, we with our schools with our schools money. We bought that she talked me into a fire pit 
Yeah. Did I say far pit? I don't know. Southern enough? So yeah. show them what it came back looking so like. So we're expecting it to be, you know, a good size fire pit. This was it. That was it. If I plug it in, this little thing blows like, and it goes like, and you're like, what is that? A sock blowing around? And if you're just listening to us on audio, we were expecting a good, what, 18 inch and fire. it is like that's the, it's like six a inches. It's, it's like a cup. I'm drinking a mug out of my fire cup. I, there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I drink it. That I, didn't make sense. It you didn't know, make a lick. You of knew sense. what I was doing. Okay. Yeah. So that we could put yours and mine together, but I think we're just going to borrow someone who has a yeah big fireplace and do that. So but props make a meet the counts for lesson. Like it does. That sets the stage for your year if you do it big. Then they're going to remember, oh my goodness, our counselor's the best because you go, you do just a little bit more and, and and get those props. We did an underwater lesson. We did a lesson about fish, or no, sharks last year. And so I had this underwater light. So as they came in, it was just an experience. And we like to you do that. You want them to do, you want to have the full Make, experience. Yeah. So, and that needs to be another podcast, our magical, yeah. uh, our magical meetings that we have with our kids because we want them to be magical. Another thing a Meet the Counselor lesson is going to have is pre-tests and post-tests um, because you want to collect that data. We were just talking a minute ago about the yep. data, but I like to ask beyond my needs assessment, I like to ask in that first lesson, do you know the counselor's name? Do you know the role of the counselor? Because that is going to help you see, okay, did you make progress? Did they learn anything Absolutely. during that lesson? And when you get those back, you also, it, it, it's a good time to talk to them about how to see you. Mm -hmm. And and that, in addition to the pre-test and the post-test, you want to, however your referral system is, uh, if it's a card that they give to the teacher, they need to, that needs to be clear day one how it is that they can come see you or, you know, what all they can see you for. So you just yeah. have to make sure that all that is covered when you are meeting with those students for the first time so that they know why they're coming to see you and where they're going to see you and when they can see you and how. So make sure all those questions are answered. So I'm excited about that. I am too. So that's going to be fun. So the next thing that we want to talk about to start off your year is with our faculty. Uh, we we take time during those faculty meetings to make sure that that, that uh, all parties know uh, what your job is and what you're there to do to, to help them. Mm -hmm. So, and you want to show that we are not like we are on the same team. You want to let them know that hey, we support you in what you're doing. Um, I met with a teacher today, and how many years have I been at my school? And how many years has she been at her school? But so she, you're not really asking me. No, I'm not. It was a rhetorical. rhetorical. Yeah. Okay. She was. I heard you starting to answer, and I was, <laughs> I was counting with my feet under the table. But today, I said she was talking to me about a student, and I said, "Well, that's what I'm here for." I said, "I will come help you with that student," and she was like, "Oh, really?" And I'm thinking. You know this. We have to revisit it every we do year. We have to revisit it. We have and to revisit so it. So I just hate. And there that. are some things that are not our jobs, right? And, and that's so another just time. That line. That's another. Uh, that's another opportunity yeah. to say this is not my job, but this is my job. I'm here to help you with. And this. And I know so. several of you have reached out and said, "How do you uh, define the role of the school counselor versus mental health? 
Um, and so that's something else you can do in the role of the counselor is explain, this is what I take care of. As a school counselor. Absolutely, because those can be, um, those can be confusing to mm -hmm. folks. So, um, so something we're really, really excited about, and we're going, to, we have decided to start this after our Meet the Counselor lesson, is our minute meetings. We have thrown this around for a while now. Um, it bothered me, I think it really bothered me at the end of the year last year when I was talking to my administrator about the kids who do not come and see me. Right. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. And, and gets the oil and gets the oil and gets the oil. Mm -hmm. And there are those students who just go under the radar. And that bothers me to think that there could be a need that I am not aware of. Right. So, so these minute meetings, we are going to do just that. Take a minute and meet with every student in our school and we'll take however long, however many days, however many weeks um, it's gonna take. But I'm planning on starting with fifth grade. What are you planning on starting? I, my school goes to fifth grade. And mine so. goes to eighth grade. So I probably will start somewhere with an older group mm -hmm. so that I can work get the, the process. Yeah, work the bugs out before I go to the youngers and give the younger students time to be in school a little bit longer too yeah. to get used to everything. So, so we have <clears> some very specific questions that we're going to ask in our minute meetings. And this is not just going to help us, but it's also going to help the teachers whenever we have those. We have monthly meetings at our school where we talk about students that might be struggling with academics or behavior. And I feel like this is going to shed a little bit more light on if they bring up a student um, and say, well, the student doesn't seem to be focused on their schoolwork. I just found out today that we had a student who experienced a house fire. That's definitely something we had no idea. But that's something that will impact. Because it happened over the summer. Right. But and, yeah. I talked to the mother and she said, well, actually, my child is struggling because. And so those are the things that you're going to find out through the minute meetings whenever you ask. I think one of our questions is something like, what is something that might hinder your you being successful in school this yeah. year? Mm -hmm. we're, we're also going to ask, um, what do you want to discover? And we're purposely leaving that the way that it is just so we can get the student's interpretation of that. I just want to know, I don't know how they answer that. Like, are they going to go? It's going to be interesting. Yes. And this is the first, I know this has been done. This is oh, not yeah, a new, uh, but it's new to us. I've never done this. So I'm very excited about yeah, it. I am so, too. So that's going to be uh, interesting to see what comes back to us over that. So. Mm -hmm. Something else to do right before school gets started is get your brochures in order. Um, go ahead and get your newsletters ready to go. I'm going to get mine ready for the whole year just so I can plug in the information and then send them out um, every other month for me. Very good. Yeah. Very good. And then my brochure is ready to go. And, and I don't have mine here, but mine's not as pretty as that it's okay. anyway. It's okay. But I could show my business card. You could. But I'd have to run. Do me. Do no, me. No, okay. I, don't. I could just. Okay. Okay. Right there. Okay. Vistaprint is a great resource yes. for uh, ordering those business cards because you can get a coupon for those things, and that's like you get like 
20 million yeah. for like nine bucks. Like I, I have had my business cards for a while now. And we're sorry if you are just listening to our podcast and here we are showing our brochure, but let me tell you, it's full color. Oh boy. It's gorgeous. It's in the picture of you. It's, it's the got to be photoshopped. It's a glamour shot. That's photoshopped. From 1987. Okay. Okay. Um, go ahead. Well, I was just going to, to not leave this off, but talk about um, being intentional with promoting your program this year. And I know that we're probably going to be talking more about that in another podcast about data, but we want to make sure that you your program is the most important program. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to think whatever they're doing is the most important and go at it like that. So we everything that we do... Uh, we we need to somehow share that. I do all of my lessons. I put that on Twitter, and I have not been using Twitter, but this is the year. This is the year. We're going to make each other. Uh, We're holding each other accountable yeah. for our Twitter usage. So uh, make sure. I don't know how your school. Make sure you know your school's policy on student photos. I know my school's policy, and if a student has signed off that they can, so a lot of times I will have, if the, if the parents allow that, then I will have my students' pictures with whatever lesson or whatever fun activity we're doing. And that shows parents and other uh, people in the community that this is what we're learning, this is what we've been doing, and uh, kids love it that. And the parents love to see that, too, that this is what we're learning. So. Yep. And that, that helps promote your program. So you might want to be thinking about that as you start into the new year. How how uh, how can I, what kind of social media, and whatever that is, Facebook. Most of us have a web page mm-hmm. for our program. So whatever that is. Also, as you prepare for back to school, just know that um, if you work with the little people, the uh, kindergartners, they may be crying, and the mothers may be crying too. I had a mother come in this week. Did you? I did. Okay. And she was she couldn't stop, and she was talking about how her child is having a, such a tough time with school. Spoiler alert: He's not. Oh. But I boy. had to tell the mother, you know what? This is the first time in so many years that you haven't had a child at home. So you may be feeling. So you the may same be counseling way. some parents. Maybe. But I will say. For the students, um, you've got a book that helps. I don't know if you want to put this out on social media. Maybe, I know a lot of schools will read a book over social media, but that might be a great book to read. Yeah, it could Um, be. This is school's first day of school, and I have already, I've shared this one-on-one as students come in crying, and they think it's hilarious because it is funny, but uh, it is from the school's perspective of, school starting. You see my little notes here yeah. that we stop and we talk about. So this is the school's perspective. And the school is nervous and the janitor is like the parent and it's just so cute. And they can relate to that. The kids can really relate to that and they love it and they usually end up with a big smile on their face. I just spit. My favorite book to use with... Not, not, not even... Okay. My favorite book to use with um, the criers and the sad students is... Uh, the Invisible String, and it talks about how we're always connected to the people that we love through an invisible string, and then I'll keep a little box of yarn and let the students cut a small piece of yarn to keep in their pocket or in their backpack, and I tell them, whenever you're missing your person, just reach in your pocket and feel that yarn and know that they're they're tugging on your heart, too. 
So it just helps. They always like something tangible with a smile. Yeah. Um, Also, for criers, get some scratch and sniff stickers to put on their hands because you cannot smell a scratch and sniff sticker if you are snotting and sniffling. And it's also helping control breathing. So that's a great. I've got to get some scratch and sniff stickers. You know, for you when you cry at work. Okay. Uh, also, I've been very proactive on my, because I have a lot of cryers, generally. So, uh, I have a little, we have a lesson called, uh, it's it's back to school paw tag. Oh, and yeah. it's paw, because it's puppy dog. So cute. And it's. She's got, getting up. For I'm those of up. you that are watching, or I'm listening. Up. I'm up. She's getting up. So She's holding I, a. I have, I have my. My dog. Um, Guitar. Now I don't know how to turn it. That off. wasn't supposed to happen. It's supposed to happen, but or maybe it was. <laughs> but anyway, this is this little lesson talks about um, puppies, how they feel when they leave their owners, and it is. I think this will Very help cute. kids identify their feelings and mm-hmm. that this is normal. Mm-hmm. So they have the little bracelets here. And I haven't even opened these. I just got oh, I love this to is an get unboxing. Things. This is an unboxing. So I would like one. It, oh, okay. So it says you are possible. Aww, so cute. No, isn't that cute? So they are so excited because I told them, I said, I have a surprise for you guys. So I bought one for uh, K through two. Okay. So and they anyway, were very inexpensive. They were we very can put a link in our show notes. Very you. inexpensive. So uh, I love, though, that it helps kids to know, identify, especially uh, the early childhood kids, that their feelings are normal. Yeah. And it's okay to feel these things and that we're going to help them and they'll get over it so anyway we'll get on it's it's going to be great so that's some things that we have done uh and and i know you have your rituals and your things that are awesome and great and um we hope that you have a very successful yes school counseling year let us know how it's going keep us posted tag us in pictures we would love to see i'm doing that how it goes Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. (laughs) Uh, Ring ring our bell. bell. We still, I'm not. We have a special guest with us today. Her name is Abby, and we met her at the ASCA National Conference this summer. And this is why it's important to go to these events. Because you never know who you're going to meet. And as what we, that's called. What's that called? Networking. Okay. We were networking. Um, but we were so intrigued by her because she started her program from scratch. I can't even imagine, like, not having a counseling program at all. And then I know. it's out to you. It's. I mean, what were exciting. they doing? It's kind of exciting to build a program. To think about building a program. I'm still stuck on what were they doing before they had a counselor. I can't imagine. I, I can't know. imagine. So, uh, but she got to start it. And I think you guys are going to really enjoy 
this little uh, clip that yep. she shared with us. So I am originally from New York and doing school counseling in New York. Um, I got my master's degree in 2017 and had a year of substitute teaching and doing a long-term sub. And then this time last summer, I got hired for my current position. So I just finished one full year and I'm going into year two. Um, it's in a small rural school um, outside of Rochester, New York. And um, I'm in a pre-K-6 building with about 370 students. So we're on the smaller side, um, but they had never had an elementary school counselor before. Um, so I have had the opportunity to really, you know, hit the ground running and build the program from the ground up. Um, I got a lot done in year two and I'm, or year one. And I'm really excited for year two. Very good. That yes. is so impressive. It really is. I cannot imagine starting <laughs> a program from nothing. So what do you think the most important things that you did to start your programs were? What, what were the most important things you put in place? I think um, building positive relationships is really one of the most important things that I did at the beginning. So getting a feel for the school and for the community, um, meeting people, but really building positive relationships with my building administrator and with my teachers. Um, I think also kind of going into the year and really thinking about, okay, how do I want to set the foundation? This is a new position, like being very, very purposeful in everything I did, the small things, the big things, really thinking about, okay, I'm setting a precedent for what this position is going to look like. Is this what I want to do? Um, so being very mindful in everything that I did. Wow. That's so good. Ah. That is such a, it sounds like we would just love to be with closer so we could see you in person and hug you. You sound like our kind of folk because that's exactly what we believe in is those relationships. Mm -hmm. So as you're going into year two, how would you say it's different this year planning for the upcoming year than last year? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the main difference is I know what to expect. Last year, the whole entire year was just everything was so brand new even going like week to week or month to month just with you know certain programs or certain times of year where there's different things whether it's academic and there's certain times of the year that we have ela or math state testing and the different like academic needs or just the school year in general so going into year two i really have a sense of what the whole school year looks like which is really helpful um, I also got hired a couple days before the school year started last year, so I really didn't like have prep time. I just kind of went in. Um, so it's been so nice this summer. I have days built into my contract to work over the summer to really do a lot of programming that can be tricky to do when you're dealing with um, you know students and student issues and responding to needs. Um, so it's been great to have time this summer to work with my administrator, administrator to work with teachers and other people on our team to really think about, okay, what are some of our district goals? How does this relate to building up a counseling program? And um, what are some things I can really nail out this summer that are going to set me up for success for the school year? Wow. Very good. Very good. Very good. So for those folks who may be in your shoes and having to start mm -hmm. a program brand new uh, from scratch, what advice would you give those folks? Yeah, I mean, I, I would go back to, again, the idea of relationships. So building positive relationships, but then that 
that same idea, like being an advocate. So I spent some time this year really, um, you know, forming the position, but teaching about, you know, what is a school counselor and the fact that I don't just do individual counseling, but I want to be a part of the tier one systems um, and really um, educating staff and students about the role, I think is important because um, that's a good advocacy tool. Um, I would also say knowing that you're not going to get it all done in year one, that's been one of the tricky things for me is um, especially being new to education. I don't have as much of that mindset of things take years to build up. I think I went into the school year with this idea of I'm going to get like X, Y, and Z done and really having to bring it back and be like, no, that's something that's going to happen over like five years. So I think managing my expectations and having other people help me manage my expectations has been really key. Um, I've done a lot of finding good mentors within my building and, you know, bouncing ideas off them. So really that relationship piece has been super key. Um, yeah, so those are some of the like, main pieces of advice I think I'd give. I tell you, you are wise. I know. I, I, it sounds like you've been a counselor for years. You just have a lot of wisdom. And Such good it point. If you understand it takes a long time to build, it's just piece by piece. So that's, I think that's wonderful advice. And when you yeah. don't manage those expectations, like what you were talking about, a lot of times we come into these positions, even if we're coming into an established position, we think, Oh, I've got to do this, this, and this, but you only have so much time in the day and you can experience a lot of frustration and burnout if you're trying yeah. to check all those things off within the first month. So yeah. you're smart to pace yeah. yourself. That's good advice for people who've been in it for a hundred years and people that are just starting out. I agree. I think that was one. Thank you so much. Yes, thank yeah. you. Taking time during your summer to I know. talk to us. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm so, so glad fun. to talk to you guys. I know. I'm so glad that we met you that day. And that's why it's important to go to those events so that you can make these connect connections because we've learned so much from you just in this interview. Yeah. So Thank you. Thank This is what goes on behind the scenes to keep my three-year-old entertained. <laughs> I didn't even know that was happening. I'm pretty we good. Do what we have to do. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we promised Laura, you. Oh. You promised something big. We Laura? did. You pro you are something big. You probably something big. What do you have? Um, yeah, we we made a big promise that we were going to be telling you about something at the end of that episode, and I'm so excited. We are going to be giving you a guide to your first 20 days as a school counselor. This is huge. We're going to be showing you how to position yourself as a leader how to use your time effectively, and how to ensure that your year is successful. All in this one little guide. You know there's more. I know there's more. And you know I want to tell. I know your nature, and yes, you do want to tell. But I'm going to sit on it. Okay, I'm going to hold off. We have several big things going on, and we can't wait to tell you about them. But Kim's making me keep my mouth shut, and so it's all her fault. Blame but me. 
Go get our guide. Yes.